Well, good morning, and it's good to be able to speak to you again. And um, good, or at least goodness, is the word that we're going to look at this morning as we've been looking at Galatians chapter 5 and the fruit of the Spirit. And I know that we'll have many friends and many relatives who are good people and they show goodness. And that leads to the question, isn't everybody at some time or other good? Don't we all have the capability to be good? And for that matter, don't we all have the capability to be loving and to be kind and to be tolerant? And the answer is, yes, we do. We're all made in God's image. And the world we live in was created for all of us. The Bible is clear about this. By his grace, God has given us this day. He's given us the things that we enjoy. He's given us the sun and the rain, the things that we need. This is the ability for us to be good. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, you read this. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. That is a part of scripture that's very often misquoted. Uh, you'll very often hear the phrase, the sun shines on the righteous. Well, it does, but it also shines on the unrighteous. This is God's goodness. This grace from God is given to all for all to enjoy, and it's known as God's common grace. So that leads us to another question. If this is God's common grace that we all enjoy, is there another kind of grace? And the answer is yes. And this is known as God's sovereign grace, sometimes referred to as God's special saving grace. We come under God's sovereign grace when we move from knowing God as our creator to knowing God as our creator and our king. Hence the word sovereign. Now the Apostle Paul speaks a lot about grace. He speaks a lot about this subject and we find that in the letters that he writes to the churches. And in Romans chapter 5 verse 2 and 3, this is what the Apostle Paul said. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into grace, into this grace in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. This peace that Paul is speaking about is the peace we have in Christ and the access he's talking about is the access that we have into God's presence. And it's by faith and it's by his sovereign grace, his saving grace. It's not because of what we have done or what we have earned in gaining this position. It is what we have been given by God when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. Romans 11, verse 5 and 6. To you, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. So, in our new nature as Christians, our goodness that we show is to be a reflection of the goodness that he has shown to us 
And this goodness is to be the evidence of God's Spirit who now dwells within us. Well, a few things that you, you probably knew already, but it's good to remind ourselves of them and also to refer to the passages of Scripture that teach us this and give us confidence in what we have, that we are saved by grace, the sovereign grace given by God. Let's just pray. Our Father, again, we come before you now in prayer, and as we do, we thank you for the things we've just considered in your presence. And we do thank you for the common grace that you give to mankind. We do thank you for the many things that we enjoy and most people will take for granted. The fact that this morning the sun has risen and this evening the sun will go down. And in between time there will be sunshine, there will be light, there will be rain. There will be the things that we need to for this world to produce the food that we eat. And our Father, we through your common grace, enjoy so many blessings. But our Father, we also thank you that when we come to you as your people, as Christians, we recognize that sovereign grace that you have given us, that we haven't earned it, but again, it is by faith that we enter into your presence. And our Father, we just praise you this morning that it's by the power of the cross, it's by what Jesus has done for us. And our Father, we just ask that as this day goes, that you'll remind us that when we came to you in true acceptance through Christ, then you gave us the gift of your Holy Spirit, and it's by his power that we are able to then share the goodness of a holy God, of a loving God. And we pray that you'll help us to do this, and we ask it, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, there's one or two um, considerations uh, as we do come before the Lord in prayer today. One of them is from Platform 67. And they do a great work and they work uh, along with a lot of um, local people within their own country. And they work in quite a lot of Muslim countries and they ask us to pray for troubled Afghanistan. And this is what they say. Afghanistan, where misplaced faith is putting lives at risk. When we pray five times a day, corona can't harm us. That's a belief that many hold right now. Friends working there report that in some cases, three or four in each home have been taken ill. Doctors are fleeing. The hospitals don't have enough oxygen to save lives. And Platform 67 are asking if we could pray for Afghanistan today. Also, could we pray that as we move another step closer to moving out of our lockdown, that the R number will remain low and that we will be a little closer to meeting together in person. Let's just pray again. Our Father, we do thank you that we as a country seem to be moving away from this coronavirus. And we ask again that you will continue to protect us. Our Father, we know that the the possibility is that this virus could peak again. But our Father, we ask that you protect us from it. But we do pray for the world in which we live. And we pray this morning for places like Afghanistan where people are thinking if they just pray five times that this coronavirus will go away. Our Father, we know there is power in prayer, and we know that this situation is in your hands. 
Lord, help us to avoid any misunderstanding of what your word really says. So this morning we come before you in our weakness as we ask that, yes, you do remove this virus from us and you do protect us. And our Father, we bring these things before you in his lovely name. Amen. Well, just one more uh, verse to finish with before we go. It's Romans 6, verse 14. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. This is sovereign grace. At the start of um, this uh, time when we started looking at these, the fruit of the Spirit, and I asked you in Matthew chapter 5 and in Galatians 5 to look out for things such as the law and see the true meaning of that. And that verse uh, reminds us, for sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. This is the sovereign and the saving grace of God. So, um, enjoy the day and um, I'll be back again tomorrow. But in the meantime, may God continue to bless us. And we'll all say, Amen to that.